Golf shouldn't be taken so seriously. What did you shoot today? Oh, I don't keep score, Judge. The score doesn't always matter. Oh, well, how do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's the breakfast ball of radio shows. <laughs> Your shot of golf talk. This is Gimme Par with Vogler. That's right. Welcome back to another edition of Gimme Par. Where we just love the game of golf and we love to talk about it. Today, a special edition of the podcast because the Olympic field has officially been set for Tokyo. And let me tell you, I could not be more excited to talk about some of the names on this list, give my predictions, and and tell you just how awesome it is going to be to... To bring you these, because let's be honest, the Olympics comes around every four years. Last year, we did not have the Olympics because of COVID-19. And it's crazy to me because you're looking at a field that could probably be completely different if it was last summer. If there was a golf season all last year or really leading up to last year and the Olympics would have happened, We could have seen a whole different group of people. One name that's off this list that we'll talk about is the reigning Olympic champion, Justin Rose. He will not be representing England this year. Obviously did not make the cut for his country. And that's a bummer because you got to think, man, all of these athletes and all these golfers on here are coming off an incredible major season, and I will be very, very curious just to see how things work out for this event. you got some big, heavy hitters. You've also got some guys that have decided not to compete in the Olympics. Louis Oosthuizen, Dustin Johnson won't be competing, and the list goes on and on. You guys can go over to at Robbie Vogler, which is my Twitter or my Instagram page, and I will have the the full listing of the Olympic field up there via Golf TV. They just announced this today. <clears throat> so let's go through some of the names that are going to be on this. And just some of the top names. We're not going to go through every single one because it's a long list. You guys can go to my Instagram page at Robbie Vogler and at Robbie Vogler on Twitter if you want to get the scoop and get the names that are, will be competing at the Olympics this year. Obviously, defending the defending U.S. Open champion, the current world number one, John Rahm. We got Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, and Bryson DeChambeau will be representing America. Rory will be there. Victor Hovland, Hideki Matsuyama, which I think is going to be the biggest storyline going into the Olympics in July. And the reason I say that is he is the defending Masters champion. He is from Japan. He is a god in Japan. Now, a lot of people don't really understand why it's such a big deal. that He walks on water in Japan. It's incredible to me to to realize just how big of a fame Hideki Matsuyama has in Japan. He's probably bigger than any golfer in the world in Japan other than Tiger Woods. It probably goes Tiger Woods and then Hideki Matsuyama won 1A, 1B. 
And that's incredible to me because you think about a guy who has kind of, he's been up there for a long time. He's been up near the top rankings in the world. He's been hovering in that area. But before this year, had never won a major, had always been wondering, man, can this guy win the big tournament? Obviously, he wins one of the most historic championships in history with an incredible finish. He's actually able to finish a major championship. Just a cool story all around. And Can he follow up his Masters performance? And I would say a decent U.S. Open performance with an Olympic gold medal at home. You guys are going to see the biggest crowds, How depending on how many crowds they allow at the golf tournaments. I would assume they'll be big. I assume it'll be a, a good field and a good amount of people to actually watch the golf. But man, let me tell you, I cannot wait to watch Deki Matsuyama at home comfortably being able to play golf in his home country. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for him. I think he's going to enjoy it, hands down, probably more than anybody else. So I'm really excited about that. You know the crowds are going to be surrounding him. People will actually probably come out to watch golf because he's playing. And that's great for the game of golf, especially growing the game in Tokyo and growing in the game in Japan. A huge, huge deal. And again, Last year, if this would have happened, yeah, he probably would have represented Japan in Tokyo, but I don't think there would have been as much attention surrounding him as there's going to be this year because he won the Masters. Going home, trying to defend his home country, being one of the top players in the world, and it's got to be a favorite coming into the Olympics. I can't wait to see what happens. Some other names, you got Sung J.M., who's from just across the the way in South Korea. That's going to be a big guy that they haven't seen in a while, but he's going to be a fan favorite over in that area. Abe Answer, Cameron Smith, Mark Leishman, Shane Lowry. I mean, you guys can check out these names. But the most intriguing thing to me, and you look at last time, you look at the last time around in Brazil, and I know there were a lot of, a lot of people that weren't really sure what was going to happen with that because they don't play golf in Brazil that often. I know they had to make a golf course specifically, but I think the one cool thing about Tokyo is that there are golf courses in Japan and they can change them up all the time. I know in Japan, it's a popular thing to you to have like two greens per hole, which I think is a very, very cool thing. And I don't think a lot of people realize just how big of a deal it is going to be for them to actually have somebody that's in contention on a consistent basis on a PGA tour to actually be in the mix at the Olympics. I can't wait. I truly am. I'm probably more excited to watch the Olympics for golf this year than before, because I think last time it was just kind of like, okay, well, how's this, how is this going to play out? Will this really be all the hype it was it mean it needs to be because golf returned to the Olympics for the first time like in a long, long time, if not the first time ever? So I think you got this new you got this newfound fame where okay, golf is growing and, and being in the Olympics is gonna grow it even bigger. Now here's a question I have I have for you. 
And if you want to respond to this, you can leave a voicemail in the comments. You can leave us a voicemail on Anchor. Whatever you got to do, you can send us a tweet, text us, whatever the case is. But I'm very curious to know, what do you think? If Tiger Woods was healthy, if Tiger Woods was in the mix when it comes to a PGA Tour event on a weekly basis, if he didn't have the crash earlier this year, if he was competing, if he was competitive at these other events, I don't know if he would have gotten in via the points because the the Americans lead the world rankings pretty much in the top 10. I mean, they, they've got that covered. Do you think that even if Tiger wasn't in the top 10 or didn't even qualify specifically, they would give him a spot because of the draw that he would get? I don't know. We didn't have this conversation in 2016 because Tiger really wasn't in the conversation. He was recovering from a lot of things. He really hadn't had his big comeback year where he was competitive yet. So I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens if Tiger's able to play golf again. And do you invite him back because of the draw? I understand the Olympics is different. You should qual- You should have to qualify. But the way the world golf rankings work and all that stuff, I mean, it's hard to believe that they wouldn't even put out an invitation, say, hey, Tiger, we want you to compete for the Olympics. Because you think about what Tiger's done in his career, he's won everything. He's won Ryder Cups. He's run majors. He's won amateur. You know, he's won everything imaginable. But he hasn't been to the Olympics. And it's a bummer because you, you think about this. And you think about someone that has been the biggest advocate to golf for maybe the last like 30 years, 20 years, since he came on the scene 25-ish years ago. I mean, he's been on the scene for longer than that because of you know all the stuff that he did in college and his amateur days. But you got to think about these athletes that are going to do very well. And if it wasn't for them, I mean... Tiger was the biggest, you know, he had one of the biggest impacts on these athletes and all the, on these golfers moving forward and how cool it would be to have Tiger be able, and it may just be too late. I don't know if in another four years, Tiger's going to be first off physically able to play golf anymore. We don't know if he's going to be physically able to play golf ever again at even, you know, at a competitive level, whether or not, you know, at a comfortable, casual level. We hope he will be. What a what hell of a comeback story that would be if Tiger could get over all these injuries that he's had over the last couple of months since this crash. But, man, looking at this list, I'm excited. I, like I said, I wasn't too excited because I don't think I was involved. I was still following golf. I was still excited about golf being in the Olympics. But I don't think the field excited me as much as it does now. And I don't know if that's because the game of golf wasn't was at a at a lull four or five years ago when they had it in Rio, or there were a lot of people that were pulling out because of, you know, all the things that were happening. I think it was the Zika virus back in 2016 that people were afraid of uh, to get. But man, this excites me. 
I mean, John Rahm, one of the hottest players right now on tour. You could say he's arguably the hottest player on tour. Then, I mean, you just look at the first names that I mentioned. For the for America, you got Justin, Colin, Xander, and Bryson. I mean, four guys that could win at any tournament at any time. And obviously, it'll be very interesting because I know a lot of these guys haven't gone and played overseas. I know some of these players have gone and played overseas. So that's going to be a huge advantage. And you also got to wonder, will these guys take starts in a couple of weeks, you know, two, three weeks, and you know, leading up to it, will they spend time in Japan? Or will they fly back and forth? Because that's going to have a huge impact on it as well. I think if, if they were smart, they would go over there the week before, maybe a couple weeks before, play in a tournament in Japan, find a tournament that they can get into so they can get their sel- themselves familiar with everything and, and anything that has to do with the golf game over there, the conditions. Go over there, adjust your sleeping schedule because I got to believe, you know, that's a 12-hour flight. I mean, you're pretty much going to the other side of the world. And yes, these athletes are used to it. They're, they can sleep on their jets and all that stuff. I, I get that. But man, if I was one of them, I would want to go over there as early as possible without, you know, obviously you have to take care of your commitments in here, but I would not play the week before here in America or even a couple weeks before. So that means it's coming up. That means they would have to commit to a tournament over there in a couple of weeks. I think it would be the smart thing to do for any of these athletes. And yet, a lot of these people are going to be like, oh, well, they go to a different golf course every week anyway. It's it's different. They, they switch things up. <laughs> yes and no. So yeah, the grind on the PGA Tour is extremely tough. And finally, grinding and grinding and grinding every single week, going to a new facility, going to a new pl- practice, you know, flying from coast to coast to do all these tournaments. Yes, I get that. But at the same time, you have all these athletes that want to go and that want to be competitive. And you got to believe if these athletes actually, if these golfers want to make an impact and really want to take pride in their golf game, they're going to go out and they're going to do anything they can to win this tournament. They're going to do whatever they can to win the Olympic gold medal. And I can't wait for it. I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited to see how this is going to play out. I'm excited to see how the conditions are going to be in July, early August in Japan. And I'm going to be very curious, and I'll be, we'll be paying attention to it over the next couple of weeks, what these golfers do to get themselves ready for the Olympics. Will they take a couple events out there? Will they fly out there a couple weeks before with their families and all that stuff? You know, kind of set up shop in Tokyo or wherever they're going to be playing the golf there. I'd assume there's plenty of golf courses in Tokyo. But the one name, and I'm not saying he's going to win, but I would be very, very surprised to not see Hideki Matsuyama in that top three, in medal position. I think there's, you talk about the culture of Japan and the Japanese culture and just how much pride they take in their culture. 
He takes so much pride in his work, in his golf game, that I would be so surprised if he did not find himself on that podium at the end of the tournament. I can't wait to see what happens. I'm so excited to watch this year's Olympics. I'll be watching every shot that they have broadcast online, on TV, whatever the case is. I hope they broadcast this all the time. I'll stay up late to watch it if I need to. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to see this field, how it plays out, and how things play out as things move on. I'll be following these athletes and these golfers over the next coming weeks to see what they do. I'm sure a lot of athletes and a lot of golfers are competing in the next couple of tournaments. There's some big ones coming up. And then obviously there's the Open Championship, which I want to I want to say it happens in August sometime, or maybe it's like right before this tournament. Let me check actually really quick. But I'm really excited to see, you know, what happens. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be very cool to see how this works out. Yeah, so the Open Championship, so this is actually a good thing. So the Open Championship actually happens two weeks before the Olympics. So that means athletes and, and these golfers, most of them, if not all of them, will already be on that side of the water. They'll already be accumulating, you know, so it won't be as big of a, a flight differential. The hours won't be as different because I know a lot of these golfers are probably heading to a couple more tournaments, you know, this week and next week maybe. Then they're probably going to fly over to, to Europe. They're going to be competing there, and then they're going to go to Japan. I, I can almost guarantee it. The golfers that are competing in the Open then going right to the Olympics will be going directly to and from and getting it done, getting their, their reps in, getting familiar with the territory, the golf course, and all that stuff. And, guys, I cannot wait to see what happens in Tokyo with this field. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting to see if any of these Olympic hopefuls and these Olympic golfers win the open championship because you got to think that that wave and that emotion, if Hideki Matsuyama goes and wins the open championship, I think his odds to win the Olympics go down. I think if any of these golfers win the open championship, their, their, their adrenaline is going to be so high. They're going to be so, they're going to try to, you know, follow up on that performance. I don't think they've got the best chance to do it. Not only because of the pressure, but you just came off a career high. And it's very rare to see golfers win a major championship and then go on the next the next uh, event and win that event also as well, or a couple weeks later. It's very difficult to do that because you're celebrating, you're getting all excited, especially if some of these golfers win their first major it's going to be interesting to see how they go from being champion golfer of the year to two weeks later trying to become an Olympic medalist. That's all I'm saying. I'm excited to see how it plays out. So as we wrap things up, I hope you all have enjoyed the podcast. I've enjoyed giving it to you. Again, we're doing these as news comes out. The Olympic field literally just got released today, so I figured I needed to pop on here. I needed to talk about it, and that's exactly what I did. 
Thank you guys so much. Don't forget to go follow us on social media at Robbie Vogler. That's how you can get in touch with me if you want to leave a voicemail. Who are you most excited to see in the Olympics? We'll be talking about this and following this as time goes on. The Olympics are in about a month, just over a month. I cannot wait to watch this tournament. And the tournament's coming up. We got the Travelers coming up this weekend. Big, big names coming out of the U.S. Open. Who's got the best chance of winning? We'll talk about all that and a little bit more later this week. Talk to you guys later. See ya.